This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. And goal of taking your money. Many of these scammers gain access to you through wrong number scam, using it as bait to lure you into a conversation. They try to get your personal info by directing you to sign up for an adult site. More info on these scams and more stories, podcasts, and videos at nowdecator.com. The slim House Republican majority just got even slimmer. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Tom Swazi, a Democrat, won a special election in New York. Let's send a message to our friends running the Congress these days. Swazi will replace George Santos, the Republican expelled from Congress. Stop running around for Trump and start running the country. Now, the former president reacted on Truth Social, calling the Republican who lost that election, Mozzie Pillip, very foolish for not endorsing him, saying his supporters stayed home. NATO's just announced 18 of its 31 member countries have met their military spending requirement, up from 11 last year. Former President Trump suggested over the weekend that he would not defend a NATO ally that does not meet that requirement from a Russian attack. President Biden reacted. For God's sake, it's dumb, it's shameful, it's dangerous, it's un-American. When America gives us word, it means something. When we make a commitment, we keep it. The president's also urging the House to take up a vote on the military aid bill for Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan. But many Republicans are critical. There's no U.S. border security in it. House Republicans did vote to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Congressman Carlos Jimenez just told Fox Business. The secretary violated the law repeatedly um, and created this crisis. He also breached his public trust. And goes to the Senate next. But Democrats call it a sham and a waste of time with nowhere near the 67 votes needed to convict and remove Mayorkas. The U.S. has once again gone on the attack in Yemen, taking out a missile the Iran-backed Houthi militants were about to fire at a ship in the Red Sea. A police officer is being mourned in Sheridan, Wyoming. Sergeant Nevada Crinky was attempting to serve a trespass warrant when he was shot and killed on Tuesday. He had been on the force since October 2017, according to the Sheridan Police and Fire Facebook page. Local news reports say Sergeant Crinky was also an Army veteran. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, the accused gunman barricaded himself at a home. America's listening to Fox News. Attorney Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters, and that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Springfield area attorneys. 2815 Old Jacksonville Road, Suite 103, Springfield, Illinois, 62704. If you have a bank account, pay attention. The U.S. banking system is once again under extreme stress, but there is an easy way to protect yourself. Gold. Contact Noble Gold Investments today and safeguard your family's financial future. As a thank you for opening a qualified account, they'll give you a free quarter-ounce gold standard coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Visit NobleGoldInvestments.com. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. The House may not take up that Senate military aid bill like President Biden wants. House Speaker Mike Johnson has requested direct one-on-one meetings with President Biden on multiple occasions since early January. A source familiar tells Fox News Radio the Speaker wants to discuss topics that include border security. Florida Republican Byron Donald says at this point, House Republicans should be dealing directly with the White House. If there's something Joe Biden needs, wants the House to do, Border security is the opening bid, and then we go from there. The president Tuesday urged the House to pass a $95 billion foreign aid package with funding for Ukraine and Israel, but many Republicans have issues with the lack of border security reforms. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Well, this isn't the easiest day to get around an airport or order food to be delivered in some places around the country. Justice for app workers, a coalition representing more than 100,000 drivers for Lyft, Uber, and food delivery platform DoorDash, says members will not be taking rides to and from airports today in cities including Austin, Chicago, Miami, and Philadelphia. With Rideshare Drivers United, an independent union for rideshare drivers in Los Angeles, also noting members will be turning off their apps today. The group's calling for fair wages, among other things, accusing platforms of taking high commissions. Uber says driver earnings remain strong. Lyft says it's made a series of new offers to increase pay, including saying it will guarantee weekly earnings for drivers. It's the first major strike since the two went public in 2019. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. It's Valentine's Day. 
And we're expected to spend more than $14 billion buying cards and flowers and chocolates and other gifts for our sweethearts. And a lot of Americans may buy those things today. Walmart says three-quarters of its Valentine's Day sales happen on the 13th and the 14th. On Wall Street, stock futures are rising after yesterday's big sell-off. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Save green, seal your crawlspace. Hi, this is Dave at Woods Basement Systems. When was the last time you looked in your crawlspace? You probably have mold issues and you're losing energy. Call Woods Basement Systems toll-free at 866-851-5060. Call for your free crawlspace science book. Call 866-851-5060 or go online at woodsbasementsystems.com forward slash WSOY. That's woodsbasementsystems.com forward slash WSOY. Hi, I'm Brian Mose with Britlinger and Earl Funeral Homes. We specialize in a lot of things, like providing traditional and innovative full-service funeral celebrations. But our number one focus is finding the best way to honor a life well-lived. At Britlinger and Earl, we are the experts at discovering and designing a perfectly customized celebration event to remember. Say goodbye and honor the life of your loved one. Just visit BritlingerandEarl.com and find out more about how we create unique celebrations of life and, of course, professional, compassionate service from the heart. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Sunny with a high of 52 tonight, 50% chance of rain. Increasing clouds and a low of 41. For Thursday, partly sunny, high near 48. Friday, 1 to 3 inches of snow likely, mainly afternoon, mostly cloudy and a high near 34. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 32 degrees. Your WSOI time is at 8.06. This look at your weather brought to you by Brentlinger and Earl Funeral Homes. We're back here on a Wednesday. It's Valentine's Day, Nick, and uh, it's also Black History Month. We're going to talk to a guest who hasn't been here for a little while. Milliken University next. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. All right. Great stuff. It's a beautiful sunny day. I know you said there's snow Friday, right? Is that what we're looking at? But it's going to be a blip on the radar because we're looking 50s and 60s next week. So, like I said, every day you can knock out of February with good weather is just your money in the bank. You are now just uh, getting that much closer to, Lindsay says St. Patrick's Day is the beacon you look for uh, to know the winter is fine gone and you're heading into spring. So uh, hopefully that's the case. Uh, Dr. Wallace Sutherland joins us, Millican Vice President for Student Affairs. Uh, you know, it, it, time has a strange the uh, way the older you get. You know, you, you it just flies by. How Absolutely. long have you been on the job here at Millican? About eight months. Wow. Eight months, eight exciting months. I'm having an absolutely great time at Millican. All right. What's the biggest surprise you have in those eight months? The biggest surprise. Not a bad surprise, just the sure, biggest surprise. Sure, sure. As a really small, tight-knit university community, I am amazed at how many activities there are for students and faculty and staff to participate in. I'm running around trying to figure out, what well, can I do this? What can I do that? I don't have time. So I never want to hear students say that there's nothing to do at Milligan. There's a lot going there's on. There's always something to do at Milligan. All right. Uh, so uh, how well do – we were talking about this off the air, you know, the appeal of, of being in, in almost a family-like uh, you know, scenario. Yes, yes. Uh, looking like I belong, seeing other people that look like me, feeling like I'm a part of something that's – uh, a world-class education, but a small setting where people are names. That's they're right. not numbers. That's right. that's right. How important is that? I think that's really important. And it's one of the things that drew me to Milliken because I wanted to build those really lasting, meaningful relationships with my students, with my staff, with my faculty colleagues, obviously with my supervisor, the president. I refer to Milliken as basically the entire campus is a living room. Okay. Because we are building relationships. We are engaging with students throughout the entire campus, not just in the classrooms. And as I interact with faculty and talk about student success and retention, one of the things that will make a big difference with student success is students have to feel connected in this day and age to the faculty, to the staff, 
to experiences, to the history, the culture of the institution. And so that's what I work on with my team is improving that sense of belonging with our students. Okay, so when you plan something like events that are going on for Black History Month, uh, it's not just the Office of Student Affairs saying, here's the plan. You're doing it in cooperation with student organizations and bodies. Yes, and there are also faculty who may decide, you know what, whether whether you're, you're black or white or, or Hispanic or other from another ethnic group, faculty can also participate in having discussions in the classroom, planning local events in their academic department. So, yes, these are university events that are led and sponsored by our student organizations, specifically our black student organizations, the Black Student Union, Alpha Phi Alpha uh, Incorporated, Delta Sigma Theta, and so forth. All right. Uh, You go back to the history. I think a lot of people would be surprised to know that uh, it dates back to 1926, but officially, you know, in 1976, uh, the the month was nationally recognized and also the birth month of Abraham Lincoln and, and Frederick Douglass. Exactly. And and that's that's why that particular month was 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 chosen to honor those two individuals and an impact that they've had on on Black American culture. Yeah, and and my wish, and I think we're, we're we are closer today than we were in 1976. Yes. Certainly, a long yes, way to go. Absolutely. Yes, that, for that, sure. That all history is more than just a month uh, right. out of the year. And, yes, and that that it's you know, but sometimes yes. you got to have something. You got to sell it. You, you got to yes. bring people in to get interest in it, and so. So the month being a way to spotlight in a condensed exactly. way of, of going, hey, this might intrigue you. This, and, and I think it's for everyone, too. In our politics today, we're, we're, the, the, the people in those, they do a really good job of separating us yes. and, and, and a really good job of going, that's for them, not you. Exactly. Or Black exactly. History Month is interesting. Yes. And I learn every February yes. something I didn't know. And yes. I don't feel like I'm excluded from that. Because it's American history. Right. You know, it's your history. It's, it's our it's history. It's my history. Yes, absolutely. And, and we need to keep telling that story. And so we should be talking about black impact and black achievements throughout the year. February just happens to be the moment in time when we bring a little bit more, more attention focus. Yeah. to what we talk about throughout the year. All right. So uh, you're bringing a keynote speaker. Yes. Yes. Nick Corman is coming. Uh, and he, he's, he's an international poet. He's a, a motivational speaker. He's a workshop facilitator. Um, his work has also been performed internationally. So he, he's coming to campus on February the 19th at 7.30 p.m., in the university commons on the third floor to engage with our students, faculty, and staff to do his poetry work, to to give some spoken word, and to offer some motivational remarks to those who attend. And we want to make sure your listeners yeah, are invited. invited. Right. Absolutely. Now, Absolutely. let me do this uh, real quick here. Um, uh, he's also a, a huge advocate for mental health awareness, yes. which we need more and more and more and Attention, more of. Yes. And, and then we need the services side of that on the other side. But I don't yes. think you can get the one until you have the other. Right. Uh, and it impacts so many people and 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 it truly does we're old enough to remember when people used to say the c word you know they wouldn't say cancer out loud the more you take the stigma away it's, from this stuff right. the better off we are as a country and but this gentleman's been in the los angeles times the nbc today show the drew barrymore yes, show yes. i mean you know, this is yes. someone who's internationally acclaimed yeah, this is not somebody we just picked out of thin air right this is someone who has been um living a vision of service to individuals. And so, and, and, and it's a young, uh, individual. So we believe this person can really have a relationship and, and really get through to our student population and other young folks who attend. Okay. Now this is February 19th. That yes, that's this 7.30 PM. 7.30 PM at the university commons. Yes. Uh, third floor. All right. Known as the Bob and Debbie Johnston banquet room. Yes. Uh, if you're familiar with the donors and, and, uh, famous alum, that building, if you haven't yet had the opportunity, I know that it literally opened during COVID, you know, and it's been there for a few years, but it's a beautiful building. It's our living room. Yeah. It is the campus's living room. It's we- almost hard for me to remember what it looked like before. Well, you should come by more often. No, I mean, I know what it looked like before, but I just, now I can't see anything but what that looks like now. 
It's a beautiful place. I enjoy it. We have our student services offices there. Our library is there. Our dining services are there. Um, students have events there. And so for me, that's why I refer to it as the campus's living room. Okay. How, how are kids joining today? Is, is it different than it? Uh, you know, every generation sort of brings their own take uh, to things. Are, are groups still popular? I mean, is the, oh, yes. the fraternal system, uh, you, you know, is that stuff still? It is. They are absolutely popular. We are all bouncing back as a result of the pandemic. Students are more engaged in, in uh, civic engagement, social justice, a lot of philanthropy work. I just discovered that our student orgs have raised more than $21,000 in the past two semesters for charity work. Mm-hmm. Students are collecting clothes. They're collecting food. They're giving blood. I'm amazed at what this generation of students are doing through their organization. Yeah. Now, Nick, as uh, a former Greek life guy, right? I mean, you're still involved, right? Yeah, I'm on the uh, the board for their house corporation, and uh, the chapter for the Sigma Alpha Epsilon houses is up for national commendation. Uh, they've turned it around. They've gotten their numbers back, and and that, that's a similar story for the Greek organizations on campus. Where at, coming out of COVID, people are looking to reattach, and they're looking for shared living and and uh, experiences. And a lot of times, uh, the philanthropy philanthropy is one of the biggest motivators for people to join. Well, you know, and, and I, I don't know if that's, you know, you would know more than me about, you know, nationally speaking across campuses. I, I mean, we're a long way away from Animal House, right? I mean, and, and the reason way. kids, you know, but that was the, the hang on Greek life, you know, that sure. it was just a party sure. place. But now it's about giving back and, and being a part of a larger community. And do, that's why I admire the kids today. They're, they're way better than we were about seeing the world as a place to help and how can I be a part Absolutely. of that? Absolutely. And, and I've been very transparent at, at Milliken about my desire to really rebuild, rebrand Greek life and culture at the university because we want to really emphasize they often have the best retention rates, the highest uh, GPA rates, constant commitment to service, and we need to celebrate them and not be uh, discouraged by those incidents that can really um, go wrong. Yeah, but you know what? That's That's been, I think, waning for some time, and, and I think this next generation, right. not, look, you're still going to get people doing stupid things course, in life. That's just life. And but that's I, why we have a student conduct office. Exactly. But I think that their whole purpose of being there is completely different than it used for to sure, be. For yeah. sure. For sure. Absolutely. They're more accepting. No doubt. All right. Hey, a couple of other events yes. to preview, right? You have a. Oh, there are 11 events. Well, yes, 11 there are events. 11 events. All right. Well, we, do, can you do all of those off the top of your head? Sure. Wait, are you ready? Here yeah. we go. Okay. So on February the 7th, we have, uh, they had the Black Student Union Graffiti Art. Uh, on uh, February the 9th, the Alpha Phi Alpha had a movie night event on February the 14th today. Alpha Kappa Alpha, they're having um, a leadership performance in the University Commons. Alpha Phi Alpha is having a civil rights exhibit on February the 16th. February the 17th, the Black Student Union, they are having an event at the Millican Women's Basketball Game versus Carthage with Greek organizations and other organizations are wearing well, their Well, there you go. That's, 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 there's a two-for-one for you. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. February the 19th, we mentioned um, Nick Corman is coming to campus to speak to the community. February the 20th, Delta Sigma Theta is having a blood drive in University Commons. February 22nd, Alpha Kappa Alpha is doing a Pink Goes Red event. February the 23rd, Alpha Phi Alpha would be providing soul food dinners, and there's a cost associated with that. I bought three $7 tickets myself. <laughs> February the 27th, Alpha Kappa Alpha is having a Black History Month bingo event, and February the 29th, the Black Student Union is having a skate event. And our students and campus can have an awesome time this month. They even took the leap year day, that extra 29th day in February. We are taking full advantage, (laughs) full advantage of the entire month. That's fantastic. Uh, Overall, there is a campus visit day on Saturday, February 24th from 830 to 2. And then an admitted student day on Saturday, April 6th. You can go to uh, millican.edu, select news and events, then calendar and find out about any of those things that we just talked about. They can just type in Black History Month Celebration. 
registration, they'll get that information. And if you go to a visit day, you will see that parents and students are excited about what Millican has to offer. And I enjoy watching those faces when they come through the campus. All right, Dr. Wallace Sutherland, thank you very much. Good to see you again. Thank you for having me again. Thank you, and have a great Valentine's Day to you and Nick and and the team. All right, Millican Vice President for Student Affairs. We'll be back after the break. Here's Nick Smith with your three-day forecast. Stay tuned. Plenty to do today on this sunny day with a high of 52. Tonight, 50% chance of rain, mainly overnight, increasing clouds and a low of 41. For Thursday, partly sunny, high near 48. Friday, snow is likely mainly afternoon, mostly cloudy and a high of 34. We might see one to three inches of snow. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 33 degrees. Your WSOY time is 820. Hi, this is Dan Martini, letting you know about the first-class service you get with First Mid Insurance Group, providing Central Illinois insurance coverage for over 100 years. We specialize insurance for your business and represent A-rated insurance companies such as West Bend Insurance. We guarantee you superior service, building trust through expertise to help make your business secure. We assess your needs and offer you a variety of insurance products and services. Service, whether it is in response to an insurance claim or just a general question, is the most important value we can offer you. Call us today at 217-877-3344, firstmidinsurance.com. Hi, this is Tina German-Roberts, and I look forward to sharing my story with you at That's What She Said Macon County. Since 2013, That's What She Said has served as a platform for everyday women to share their extraordinary stories. And now the Community Foundation of Macon County is proud to announce That's What She Said is launching in our community. Presented by Hickory Point Bacon Trust at the Lincoln Square Theater, Saturday, April 6th. Join us for this live, one-night-only performance featuring 10 women from our community sharing powerful personal stories of life's triumphs and trials. The relatable stories of everyday women like me and you. Some will make you belly laugh, some will make you ugly cry, and everything in between. So get your tickets now and make a night of it. You will leave feeling uplifted, inspired, and proud of the women in your life. That's what she said Macon County will premiere Saturday, April 6th at 6 p.m. at the Lincoln Square Theater. See who will be joining me on stage and get your tickets now by visiting www.lincolnsquaretheater.com. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Good morning and welcome. We're back here on a beautiful sunny day uh, for Valentine's Day. And uh, we, I don't know, Lindsay and I don't really do Valentine's. I, I checked with her yesterday because it's a person's, you know, absolute right to change their mind on something. And, and I don't want to be behind the curve in case that has happened without me knowing about it. That was really wise. Was like, just making sure. <laughs> that was a really smart move, Brian. I'm impressed. You're not in a stare down, are you? Where it's no, like, where no. it's like, I don't want anything. No, but no, no, sort no, no, of no, hoping. No, 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 no. We really don't do that okay. kind of drama stuff. Fair enough. Um, but it was like, just I'm a check status though. Yeah, you know, smart. Um, yeah, that was nice of you actually. Case last minute. You know, yeah. I'm all good. I got a plan if that's necessary. <laughs> what did I she mean, say? No. Like you know. So it's all good. And it's not about not being romantic. It's about like kind of like the forced commercialism of things. You know what I mean? Being told today you're going to be romantic is really not romantic. No. (laughs) I mean, or that the only way you can do that is to go buy, you know, X, Y, or Z. Although. And he brought chocolates in. Well, I mean. With a little puppy dog. Yeah. So the elementary kids haven't really figured out. Like this day can be a lot of fun. Yeah. And so I like to hand out little Valentine's. I think it's great. I think it's it's fun. I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing the holiday. That's not at all. It's just, it's just not our thing. The thing I hate is that it's such a negative thing for so many people. Oh my God. It makes me feel bad. There is a place where Mm -hmm. they are literally, um, they're, We've talked about this yesterday. One, they're they're like taking your ex and naming a bug after it and then feeding it to a zoo animal. Or they're neutering a pet like in the name of like your ex. Or you bring like a picture for axe throwing and you can throw at their face. But I'm, they're neutering an animal in, in honor of your of ex. Your, of, yeah, of your fallen love. That's beautiful. 
<laughs> it's twisted, but kind of fun, you know. Such a smart way to and raise money for right? a good cause. Yeah, That's Zoo, genius. are you listening? Right. <laughs> okay, that just made me happy. <laughs> Yesterday was Galentine's Day, which I didn't know was. I, yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. I think that's just women who are trying to reclaim the. There's a lot of negative emotions for a lot of women who just feel always on the wrong side of this holiday. And I think that's my kind of mm-hmm. thing. Is that we're not. It's not a negative. It's just. We don't need to be validated. Right. And I think people tie themselves to those kind of things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's like there was the awkward moment back in the 1980s <laughs> where there was the Sadie Hawkins Day dance. Oh, and God. and this flipped the script yeah. because back then we weren't equals or, mm-hmm. you know, it was always seen as the, the guy's job to invite sure. a girl to prom or to homecoming. Right. And so there was that awkward thing where it was the girl's turn to ask a guy to the Sadie Hawkins Day dance. Sounds archaic, right? Yeah. Is that even still done? I can't I imagine. I have heard of that in a really long time. I haven't either. Yeah. But the weird thing was, is it literally did flip the psychological mm-hmm. script because it was like, for the first time, guys had to worry about whether somebody was going to pick them or not. Right. It was so stupid. All of it's I mean, sort of. It's awful. all dumb. Uh, you know, I know that clearly, you, you know, now I don't know that when I was 17, I understood all that. But anyway, so uh, there is that thing that comes with, oh, if you're not happily, you know, whatever the definition of society is. Right. About whatever that I think people feel left out. So I think that they, they're now owning it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they go, Neuter that dog. <laughs> and we're going to call that Evan. <laughs> Why it's, not? It's good. It's good. No, I will tell you, Brian, it's, I'm not surprised to hear that you and Lindsay don't necessarily celebrate this holiday, but I will tell you, I think one of the most beautiful things that you do, I'm going to embarrass you, Uh-oh. is every now and then, because you're a photographer, mm-hmm. and so for you, those moments you capture yeah. and those photos you capture, every now and then you'll post a photo that you've taken of Lindsay with a really sweet thing that you say, and that is the best Valentine, and it can happen any day I don't day like doing that either. Uh, you do it on occasion. I know. It's beautiful. It, it, if it's spontaneous or it's, yeah, it's something you don't think about too yeah. much, I, I don't do much on social media anymore. No, I, no. I, I'm like, a, I'm, a, but you have. I'm like exile on Main Street on that stuff, <laughs> and, and that is choice, mm-hmm. and that's freeing in and of itself. Well, those are the I think the probably the moments that mean the most. We're not a romantic couple. You're not. I mean, not in a lovey-dovey way. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. For sure. For sure. I think we are just an in sync. People that yeah. intuitively and then through shared experience know each other inside and out, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of pretense. Nope. If that makes great. sense. I think it's great. Yeah. But I did check. I'm not stupid. Smart man. <laughs> Very smart man. And I would have been happy to go play the game. Here you go to the Walmart. <laughs> no, I'll be Dale, Dale's. I'll be hitting go up to, the Coley's. Go hit the Coley's. Yeah. Up. Yep. Card and, and candy. Yeah, so in my opinion, what's more thoughtful is buying candy when it's not expected. Oh, yeah. Same or flowers, flowers when they're not mm-hmm. expected for whatever reason, mm-hmm. rather than it feels like you're being forced by society to participate in this thing. I think this really all comes back to my nonconformity. Mm, maybe. <laughs> Which most things in life do. <laughs> it's supposed to be that way. Not going to do it. Yeah, get on the couch. <laughs> But I'm happy that everybody else likes it. Uh, you know, have fun with it. I'm not anti. I never mind a day where we get a focus on finding the love in our lives. Oh, Whatever that is, your kids, great. your family, it's yeah. all good. Makes you just me don't happy. need Hallmark to do that is no. all I'm saying. No, you don't. What do cards cost these days? $7. <laughs> That's crazy. I get mad every time, and I swear I'm not going to do it. The $7 used to be you could get one that talked. Yeah. You know, now it's you like you got to see the, the new ones. There's a brand. I think it might even be a spinoff of Hallmark called Papyrus. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Like handmade. Yeah. And, I mean, they could be $13, $14. Yeah, I have one friend who I buy those for because I know she really loves them. And she saves them, and so I will for her. But, you know, the dollar store has 99-cent cards. It's a really interesting <laughs> thing, though, is about when do you throw cards away. Mm, that's tough. I mean, is there a uniform time lag? I mean, is there a... You know, I feel like there's so many things in life that we just know what the rules are, and then there's so many other things in life that is just completely up I, to interpretation. I bet 
more than 90% of cards are thrown away in a purge. Oh, I think you're probably right. You mean like a bunch of them at a time? Like mm-hmm. like you get to the drawer or the box or whatever and you look at it and you go, nah. I don't think that you're like, hey, every four months you, you're refreshing the lineup. Sure. I think they all go at once or they go instantly. Yeah. I saved the ones that my dad has signed because his... You know, he's had a stroke and he's yeah, older yeah, yeah. and I want to keep those. Right. And so I think for me, the ones I save are things like that. Where okay. I, I think, oh, I may, I'm going to want this someday, but I don't save them all. All right. I'm just curious because mm-hmm. there's always a guilt factor in throwing a card away. I yeah. don't know what, I mean, not like crippling, but just that moment of like, okay, she's gone. I'll throw it away. <laughs> You're throwing, <laughs> well, gifts are like that too. It's the yeah. attachment. You know, it's like, hey, no, this, it's not the attachment. It, it, I don't think the connection, the connection is what I mean. You don't, I think it's more, you don't want to make the person feel yeah. bad. So for me, it's also the shaming that knowing that there's probably someone who would make a really cool art project out of that card. <laughs> I'm not that person. See, the industry just puts this pressure on people. Yes. I was like, like that with magazines, though. I was like, um, man, one day I could cut these up, and do, and then I finally make was like, a collage. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, I don't need this. Yeah. Do people have magazines anymore? No. I didn't think so. I get one. Uh, one magazine. National Geographic. Nope. Uh, I I used to get. I, I, honest to God, this is the truth. At one point, I think I had 27 subscriptions, like back. Ooh early 2000s, late 90s, you know, whatever, just because of doing this and consuming. And the Internet was there, but we really didn't. I mean, you didn't have Apple News and curated stuff and all those things. Uh, And I have no idea why I still get GQ magazine, but it comes every month. Well, because you paid the $3 for the 20-year subscription. That's probably it. (laughs) But that's probably cool. You like men's fashion. I I don't. Not anymore. It's so goofy. I mean, fashion's always been goofy. Like, you go, if you see the shows, no one's actually wearing any of that stuff. And it's become kind of that. And Kim Kardashian was named one of the men of the year this year for the latest cover uh, episode. Uh, uh, it, it, I, I tell you what I don't like the fonts and the graphics are so cray cray. I can't even read it. <laughs> yeah. Like they're trying desperately to be something to, you know, next generations mm-hmm. that it's, it's sort of like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't get it. Yeah. Right. Same. But I get it. It comes every month. <laughs> it's, it and sits and then I throw you. it away finally. <laughs> I don't have any idea. Do they still have those um the st- cards that fall out? Yeah, with the cologne, the cologne sample. Oh no. I I I have like the older I get, that mm-hmm. stuff drives my allergies crazy, um, so I never open them, but yes, they they yeah. still do have that. Is it still jupe? I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> I smelled some of that the I, other day I think, on somebody. I, I think awesome. I think jupe would be a little low, be a little low level for them now. Now, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, probably. This is the same place like Kanye's getting his, you know, wardrobe yeah. advice. I don't relate to it at all, and I don't think that is because I'm an old man. No, I think that it's when you show practicality. up. In a black hood and a Lone Ranger mask or a hockey With a mask. With crucifix on your face. Then that's not fashion to me. It's fine. You do whatever you want to do. Do you? Mm-hmm. It's personal fashion. It's not uh, industry fashion. It's not anybody's fashion except his. I mean, and it isn't even about fashion. It's about there's a whole psychological cry there going on. I was just going to say. He just put a bunch more. of clothes on sale on his website. Yeah. They're all $20 a piece, and, and they are some strange garments. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. He's Very also, strange. despite all of the stuff, number one on the charts. But Very, he can't book a venue to play. It's a very interesting uh, album. It's very interesting. It's, You've listened? It, yeah, it's unique. Hmm. Is that what we call anti-Semitism today? Is unique? I, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the album. Yeah, I thought the, the, it was the, just a podcast about the album full of that. Oh, uh, well, I wasn't really. I just was listening to the beats and how they were assembled. I I did a fast forward through, if okay. you will. Mm-hmm. That's to, as far as I got. Just to hear it. Just I to can't. Know. I can't. I, I mean, I don't. I don't deny his musical genius, yeah. but I, I can't. Anything that's endorsing him is. In, in, I, I just can't. I, I, I hear you. It, I'm, it, I, I would have been a day one downloader. Play it all front to back. I was just curious to see where it, where sure. his creativity is at in this mess of well, but of what else is out there. We're at the point where he's cut his ear off in yeah. the creativity thing. Yeah, he's made some really really bad choices. So, anywho.
That brought me down. Back to Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah, what's that smile? Yeah, and you're wearing pink. I'm, is it pink or red? What's the official this color? Is, this is pink. No, I meant like for Valentine's well, Day. Well, that's a good question. I had that that thought today when the I official what color to wear. would be red. Yeah, I would think. It? Yeah, with yeah. pinks. I I think of Valentine's Day when it's more of a focus on love for you know your kids, your family, your community. I'm, I think more pink. I think the romantic love, which is I guess the point yeah. of Valentine's, it's, it's the, the, the deep red. Yep. Yeah, that's what it's I don't mean. disagree. Now, so I'm wearing pink. If you were to receive roses, yeah, what color? So that's a that's interesting. I love from my mom and mm-hmm. my family and my kids. I love pink roses. They're beautiful, okay. and that's my favorite. And I don't think there's too many women out there who don't just love those beautiful deep red roses. So uh, they're gorgeous too. Okay. I, you know, they're roses. There's no wrong color. Right. I bought yellow roses for my oldest daughter this year. Okay. So they're they're all beautiful. Do the kids color and I bought code myself this way? Some. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, you're in class with them every day. I just I, that, we don't talk about what flowers. Are no, I meant do they do they identify colors with things yes. the yeah. way? Yeah, I mean, for sure. Really, like mm-hmm. like the today's babies. You know, it's like still pink and blue. I mean, is all that stuff still around? Um, I think so. I okay. don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think you still do the 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 pink and the blue for baby showers and. It's the sure. reveal. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, and so are promposals. World. We're to prom season, by the way. Yes, we are. It's are a thing. We? The yeah. dresses are, are coming in. Yeah, you say yes to the prom dress now, not just the wedding dress. Not sure how I feel about it. <laughs> I I think the expense seems mm-hmm. ridiculous. Uh-huh. For, no one's ever had a great prom date in the history of prom <laughs> dates in the history oh, of the story. world, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, well, maybe someone has, but it's notorious for just ending poorly or not being great because right. there's too much pressure, right? Yeah. I mean, now the more pressure you put, I mean, oh, now the proposal, the, the, yeah. you, the, oh my God. And how great was the service for 20 at the Olive Garden or Red Lobster, <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, go on. Right. That's the best. And then at that age, you think that's pressure because you don't know anything else. Right. I can't imagine today. And for some of these young people, they're they're just learning how to go out to eat and order and try to handle the whole thing in those dresses. Having to go to Walgreens in your in your uh, tuxedo to get the free spray cologne. (laughs) Was it jupe? It was probably jupe or cool water. So I'm gonna date myself, but remember the Bianca Blast. Breath spray oh, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. lady. Banaka? Yeah, yeah, that's what it's. Banaka. Banaka blast. Ace Ventura. <laughs> we had the Banaka. He sprayed it sideways. Right prom, and... yeah. 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 Okay. It's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Oh, but man. $400 dresses are. <clears throat> Four? $400 dresses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've heard yeah, some dresses. higher numbers, like multiples of that. Yeah. Well, no. Those are people who just have too much money. Yes. They have common mm-hmm. sense. Or don't know how to say no. Yeah. To their children. Both. Yeah. Right. Tough times. That's going to turn into an eight hundred thousand dollar gambling <laughs> debt in Vegas in a few years, mom and dad. Yeah, it's tough. I don't. I, I think there's nothing wrong with prom. There's nothing wrong. I mean, we need more socializations. How you learn to be rap, but oh, the idea sure. that you've turned it into this thing that's you know thousands of dollars is just crazy. Yeah, I never had my hair done by someone else until I was. In my thirties, <laughs> like like an updo or a yeah, do, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. in my thirties, and now these young women get them done for every dance. That's funny. And airbrushed makeup and fingers and toes, and I don't know. It just it's it seems like a lot, and and it's disproportional on gender too. It's like yeah. guys can can go get measured once, certain yeah. day come pick up this thing, on another day mm-hmm. bring it back, you're done, you have nothing to do, maybe comb your hair. Okay, but whose fault is that? I'm, I'm just saying. No, but I mean, who's responsible for that? I don't think that's a men-driven decision that the women have to have all this stuff. Yeah, I don't know where it all went south. I really don't. It's, I mean, it feels like we've gone backwards in that area, but forwards, I mean, that doesn't make sense. Like, they conflict. Agreed. Agreed. I do think we're conflicted around how we have expectations on women and i think that women sometimes are the worst about making it harder on ourselves but also sometimes there there i've talked to a lot of the girls in my class and they 
I phrase that differently, but we know what you we mean. had conversations just, in class, supervised with well, well lit room with an open door. <laughs> no, about about enjoying the enjoyment that they mm-hmm. find, not that their friends are pressuring them, but more like the support of their friends and doing this thing. It just has a different price tag. It for for some, it's like, oh, I have to do this because I'm the girl. For some, it's like, this is what I really want to do. I, I'm not saying that they're doing it against their will. I'm mm-hmm. saying that they don't even understand, I mean, how with, they got to with it. Instagram yeah. and the pressure yeah. of being, right. you know, there's certainly some of that, that, that the buy in to be in that club isn't necessarily voluntary, uh, uh, although there'll be outliers. It's more inherent. Not my thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it is weird when you think about all the other things that we talk about and improvements that are made in society and sure. Beyonce and Taylor Swift and all, you, you know, and then we're, we kind of have gone backwards in prom. Yeah, it's tough. Like I, where you got to do the Barbie doll thing now to be like, and then you got to out Barbie Barbie. And that's hard to do. Oh, I don't think so. That's hard to do. I just go have fun. Don't make too much out of it. But yeah. God, the money that's. Mm. I mean, we would. I, I think you know if you really wanted to uh, splurge, you you go like four way in on a limo or something. Yeah, <laughs> remember that? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> that was fun. Those were the fun days. I remember, like, but now it's listen, machines. my teenage, my lifestyle wasn't, uh, mm-hmm. you wouldn't recommend it for anyone. Uh, but I remember the limo driver ended up staying with us throughout the entire summer partying. <laughs> As a you friend? Like, so never went home. I mean, it was just, just like, the, he's one of the crew now. Jim the limo guy. You are so much cooler than me. Oh, no. <laughs> I Stupid. never did fun things like that. Huh? I, ne- I just wasn't cool. I don't right. think I was either. Yeah. Uh, but you had a good time. Yeah. But you gotta, I, you, you know, society has changed yes, a lot has. in that regard. Yeah. But now the kids, it's the shoes. The young men wear the cool kicks with their tuxedos. I wore, listen, so yeah. I wore a pair of patent leather Jordan 11s to prom oh. and they just re-released them last <sighs> month. I got them again. I want to see those now. I will absolutely bring them to show them to you. Did you have to get them on goat? No, I got them on the drop. I oh, mean, yeah. yeah. How'd you do that? No, just got on sneakers. Somewhere I've never been I have successful a, on sneakers. Somewhere on I have a picture of Rodney Davis's prom uh, with sneakers. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. It was about that time when it had a mullet. <laughs> Rodney had a mullet. Oh Shout out man, to every bit mullet. of it. Nice. Yeah, I've seen those pictures. He was styling. It was cool. In a '90s way, yeah. You betcha. He could pull off a mullet right now. He could. I wouldn't advise. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. <laughs> if you if you did it before it was actually known as a mullet, right? You're good. Yeah. Now we know and have identified and named it. Can't, can't go back. That's no, right. It's not a thing anymore. No, not after that David Spade movie. <laughs> Joe Dirt. Here we go. Dirtay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, let's take a quick break. We come back. I, I read yesterday that the the CDC yes. is going to uh, or expected to relax the five day. They are uh, at home. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of the quarantine. Return, quarantine. Yeah. The, yeah, the uh, return to society rules are changing. So what does that mean? It's positive. It means that first of all, enough people yeah, become vaccinated. We've got the immunity built right. up. So we'll talk about Take it. Take about that, and we'll uh, we'll do it on the other side of the break. Back with more right after this. Hi, this is Stacy Young, Commissioner of Decatur Park Board, and I look forward to sharing my story with you at That's What She Said, Macon County. Since 2013, That's What She Said has served as a platform for everyday women to share their extraordinary stories. And now, the Community Foundation of Macon County is proud to announce That's What She Said is launching in our community, presented by Hickory Point Bank and Trust at the Lincoln Square Theater, Saturday, April 6th. Join us for this live, one-night-only performance featuring 10 women from our community sharing personal stories of life's triumphs and trials. These relatable stories of everyday women will make you laugh out loud, some will make you ugly cry, and everything in between. So get your tickets now and make a night of it. You will leave feeling uplifted, inspired, and proud of the women in your life. That's what she said Macon County will premiere Saturday, April 6th at 6 p.m. at the Lincoln Square Theater. See who will be joining me on stage and get your tickets now by visiting Lincoln Square Theater. 
Trivia.com. United Way Trivia Night is back again. This time courtesy of Design Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Join us Saturday, February 24th at the Hall at 520 for a full night of trivia plus 50-50 and heads and tails games to win some cash. Cost is $25 per person. Teams can be from one to eight players. And sign-ups begin at 530, trivia at 6. United Way Trivia Night 2024, Saturday, February 24th, courtesy of Design Air, where owner Josh Maurer keeps you warm and cozy all winter long. Get ready to groove with Here Come the Mummies. Join the fun at the Decatur Indoor Sports Center on March 2nd for a legendary night of music and entertainment. This eight-piece band is sure to get you moving with their unforgettable performance. Don't miss out on this one-of-a-kind show. Get tickets now at DecaturIndoorSportsCenter.com. Here Come the Mummies. Live at the Decatur Indoor Sports Center on March 2nd. Doors open at 6 p.m. Show starts at 7. and company streaming live at nowdecator.com it's like the second electric light orchestra song you played today. seriously yeah yep i really disliked them I, I i'm more i like it better today than i did when i was young it felt sort of i don't know jeff lynn's a very talented guy they they, they uh he did a lot of stuff with Tom Petty uh, later, but I didn't. I, ELO just I don't know whatever. I just didn't like it when I was like when it was on the radio, not as an oldie, but a current. You know, it had that kind of too. I don't know. Reminded you of music of your parents maybe at the time? No, 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 no. It would have been right in the wheelhouse seventies and eighties. Yeah. Uh, it just had something. You, you know, like I I could never do Jethro Tull, mm. the flute. Non-starter. I, I, I just, you know, and everybody would be like, and I didn't like the 14 minute guitar solos, you know, uh, some of that yeah. stuff in the seventies, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the CDC yes. is going to drop their five day recommended quarantine Correct. if tested positive, meaning For COVID, yes. going back to the job or being around other, other people. people. Now, let me write. Let me just spell out what will be said about this on, on social media, because <laughs> the, the one thing I'm really good at is is scripting for these people, because it's so blatantly obvious. Uh, C, we didn't have to keep kids home from school. We didn't have to shut down business. We didn't have to. They just did that to get the election. And now that it's done, they're going to change the rules. It's so hard. It's really hard. I think that, you know, all of the hindsight and the retrospect, it's easy to, you know, draw conclusions. And at the end of the day, we know so much more now in 2024 than we well, did Well, and then. there's also so many more people vaccinated and immunities and built immune. up. And, yep. and we're not worried about clogging up the ERs and yeah. the, and the all intensive care uh, to where people are making choices between who lives and who dies. I don't know why people can't remember what that what was that it about like. yeah. and, and and why uh i was worried not as much for my health but my ailing father's health <laughs> you, you know what and it, it's all politicized yeah. instead of having look we learn along the way some things probably were didn't turn out to be the way you right. thought but in order to be safer uh, you know safe rather than sorry decisions were made but we're sitting here four years later even for the people who didn't get vaccinated there's enough people that did and enough people with have built up the immunity that it's not the same scenario we were looking at four years you're ago. absolutely correct and so now where we're at is um, the CDC will be releasing new recommendations, which they have not done since 2021. So yeah. our last updated recommendations were in 2021. Um, the new recommendations are expected within the next eight weeks, so sometime in the next month or two. And those recommendations are really taking us sort of to how we look at um, viral Ill illness now. And so anybody who has kids that go to daycare or school knows it's the 24-hour rule. So yeah. when they're fever-free and the symptoms are resolving for 24 hours, you can send them back to school, right? That's going to be the recommendation for if you have COVID. If you have a positive COVID test, um, when your symptoms resolve or you're fever-free for 24 hours, you can sort of get back to life. And and that's, you know, really placing this virus in the same sort of bucket as any other upper respiratory virus and how we sort of manage it from a public health standpoint. And you know that from from the beginning, you know, I'm a nurse, I'm a public health person. That's what I do. And and I always have tried to look at this whole thing through the lens of public health. 
Um, and it, it's pretty simple now. Okay, now we're, we're there. We, we do. And it evolves and it changes. Mm-hmm. It does. It, but at the heart of this, it, it, you know, when COVID was right on top of us, mm-hmm. um, you and I had a conversation that if half of the Macon County Jail yeah. were hospitalized, it would Overrun. close both hospitals. Yeah, I mean, as far as the general public being in there. Yeah, and then it. decisions would have to be made. About who gets what, where, how, when. Mm-hmm. And that was always the, the concern. Uh, it killed millions of people. Yes. And, and so shortened hard. millions of lives that could have had another five, ten years of life with their family. I, I don't, I have no sympathy for the people who just disregarded the, the, the lives of human beings because they wanted to go to Walmart. Uh, and I'm never going to understand that. But I, what I know what will happen as soon as this is released is that people are going to act like all of that was just made up and didn't have to happen because we could have done this all along. Right. And when the truth is, is all of the conditions are now four years later and, and what has happened as a result of this virus being forever mutating and changing and forever present globally. Well, they, so, uh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Will they release information about uh, updated shots and, and vaccinations? Sure. So the expectation moving forward is there will be an annual, um, an annual shot, just like your flu shot that you would take annually. And I think the goal is to make that a combination so you can get your annual influenza vaccine along with um, having some protection added for COVID. And so that is the plan. And that's but you'll, what you but also, expect to see. It will continue forward. to morph. I mean, yeah. so we and don't so, really know what that looks like two years from now. Right. Which is what happens with the flu. And so the way the flu vaccine is, is compiled each year, they look at trends and what type of flu um, that they're seeing in South America and how it's moving across. And then that's how they make the flu shot. That and we've sometimes seen. they get it wrong. And sometimes they get it wrong. And so really, we've seen so much change in this COVID virus and the mutations that it'll be really addressed by um, epidemiologists the same way and our scientists. And so each year you can choose if you're immunocompromised or if you work in healthcare, you can choose to get your flu slash COVID shot each year. And, you know, I've gotten a flu shot every year since. Huh? And, and can I ask one more uh, Absolutely. on the guidance? So if, mm-hmm. I, if I get, if I were to get COVID and I have right. sneezing and all that 24 hours that, that I feel better, I can come to work. What sure. if somebody at my house uh, test positive, just, you know, but it shows no symptoms. So again, then if they have no symptoms, it's 24 hours. And then you would want to do things like, you know, cover your cough and, and, you know, wash your okay. hands frequently, which is what you do with any other viral illness. Or if you're going to sit illness. in a meeting, wear a mask. Yeah. I mean, if you. Yeah. yeah. Any other viral illness. The common sense stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You the mean whole... the mind controlling, Democrat <laughs> winning Joe Biden stuff. It's tough. That's for you, Chris. Uh, it's so tough. Yes. Because because public health, I don't want to be political. I want public health to just be about science. You know, and, and I felt like, to be honest with you, that, that when I watched all that unfold, that I felt like the governor was trying to do that. I mean, as a politician trying. And I felt like the director of public health, I felt so bad for her, <laughs> the, the death threats and the hate mail. Like she never seemed political at all to me in any way other than maybe telling you something you don't want to hear. I think that's what was so hard about all of this in retrospect. It's really hard to go back and look at any of the videos um, from that time frame. I choose not to because it's almost like trauma um, that we all in healthcare went yeah. through. But at the end of the day, public health is science, well, and we have to take a scientific, non-political approach I know, to it. But June on Facebook isn't responsible for the loss of lives the way somebody who's in charge of something. I mean, yeah. you, you know, that armchair quarterback. Oh my God! Yeah. Yes, but 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 a football game doesn't matter. I know, I know. Healthcare is. Grandma matter. doesn't die because the Chiefs get that touchdown in the overtime. I know. She might if she's a San Francisco fan. Falls out. You know. Take me now. Yeah. Oh, there's probably a lot of emotional upset as a result of that game. But yeah. yeah. Saw some of it on the internet. <laughs> a lot of TVs. That hard. was because of alcoholic Taylor Swift and her satanic worshiping friends. <laughs> not the game. Uh, isn't it fun? No, it's not at all. It, 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 we've. People just lost their minds. I just like to find what we all have in common. Is what is and that? Love. love. Oh, pizza. It's Valentine's Day. We're going with love. I like pizza. Pizza. I think we can heart shaped pizza. Heart. Oh, what? There you go. I know where That's you can get today. those. Who showed up at the pizzeria looking for the kids? 
no. Brian, do you have to go there? It was called Pizzagate. <laughs> Maybe we all don't love pizza anymore. I still love pizza. I do too. I love pizza. I'm just saying, there's always someone. Uh, all right. So mental health. Mental health. Let's which talk about I, that's, that. Well, this all ties back into it because I think what we're seeing, mm-hmm. I don't think the politicians, I think the politicians are playing the game. I mean, I think they sure. they love the stoked up sort of anger because it's us versus them and they paint the narrative. And, and then there's a lot of them maybe don't agree with it, but they don't want to say anything. I think what you're seeing our mental health issues on display. I think you're absolutely correct. And I think what you're seeing, and I don't, and I don't mean that this is a right or a left thing. I just no. think this extremism uh, uh, out there and then tapping into other people and then being, you know, almost like, well, I'm vindicated because I find these other people that feel the same way. And then people have been sucked in. You've got people doing interventions and families. This is a mental cry for help. It is. I think that, you know, as a country, I don't know these individuals, but we have so much of this out there that I don't think we can comprehend how prevalent it is. Yes. So social media platforms, obviously, the algorithms feed you more of what you're seeking. Right. Mm -hmm. So you don't get perspective. You don't get outside perspective from other people. Sort of that check. Of, is this even though it's available to you right I mean it's keeping it from you the anecdote to all of this is is connection is people is is interacting with other human beings and and healthy relationships and at the end of the day I don't care what those social media algorithms say we have more in common with our friends and neighbors than we have not in common and so we can we can shift our gaze to what we all have in common and what we're all trying to to do and that's you know, find love, raise our families, do something that gives us purpose and hope. That's what we're all seeking. And if we could just shift our gaze to that versus some of the details where we might have differing opinions, I think it makes it easier to respect differing opinions. And I do. Mm-hmm. But we're not having a conversation about right to life versus pro-choice. We're not having a conversation about should the Supreme Court be a constructionist court. We're not talking about are we getting enough tax dollars back? Are we paving our roads? We're talking about Taylor Swift. <laughs> and we're talking about, I mean, this is the stuff that I don't understand. It's not even differences. It's cray-cray. I mean, in the terms of just... Yeah, I think that's why local politics is so important because you can. They're doing the same thing. Well, but we need to, we need to have conversations directly with our local leaders about that. And, and I think that it, you can get your arms around a local election and, and buy in and, yeah. and talk to your candidates. I, I, yeah, Spend some time. You do that. There's you an awful lot that. of truth there. Yeah. I just think that like when your own eyes can lie to you, when you watch January 6th and you can convince yourself that that was okay. Yeah, that's tough. But then you turn around and watch Black Lives Matter and you think everybody should go to jail. And you don't see how the lens changes because of political views rather than just going, violence is violence. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's those are the hardest conversations to have. And again, that's where I feel like our connections to can help us stay rooted in reality I hope so. and and in fact check us as individuals so that we don't go down those rabbit holes that we know can we can go down when we spend too much time on the internet and not with people well the internet I won't blame the Internet because the Internet has given you more information at your fingertips than in the history of any humankind. I mean, you may not be getting it fed to you, but it's certainly available to you with just a little bit of effort. And I mean minimal effort. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about Dewey Decimal System. Uh, So it's it's also a place where you can go counter to the stuff that you're seeing pretty easily. Yeah, those algorithms are the problem in my mind. Well, they are, but you mm-hmm. can defeat them by being purposeful. Yeah. Uh, I read everything. That's what I tell people. Read the, quote, other news outlet read that you all don't of them. like. And compare. I, I force myself to look for inflammatory words in all of the news media outlets. I look for the words that are meant to rile me up, mm-hmm. and I identify them, and they're equally present on most news sources and that's why I look at NPR and BBC because they're a little less often used there and mm-hmm. so you know I really think it's our job as consumers of information to seek truth and it's harder and harder to do 
but you can do it, and it's actually kind of fun if well, you challenge yourself to find the bias. Like I said, if if, it's, mm-hmm. if you have an Apple subscription, that yeah. Apple feed is entirely up to you. You can put whatever you, you want in there. Uh, and, and I want to read Fox and I want to read CNN and mm-hmm. I want to, and, and it's amazing when you look at a story covered four different ways and it, you know, <laughs> it helps you figure out where the truth yes. lies. All right. There's both. your challenge. What do you do? I was just listening to you. <laughs> well, no, but whose voice was that? <laughs> I hit the wrong switch. Okay. Oh, well, it's a lovely day. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks Valentine's. for the chocolates. Hey, anytime. I got yours, Nick, right here. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. We have a uh, a lot to do before we finish out the week. We'll be back uh, tomorrow morning, bright and early, 6 a.m. And if you missed any of the show today, podcasts are driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group. You can get them anywhere you get your podcast, including NowDecatur.com. We'll see you tomorrow. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Shop on Main. Macon County 4-H's award-winning robotics team Super Scream Bros is hoping for another trip to the first world competition this spring. They've made back-to-back trips to the world competition First up is the state championship on March 1st and 2nd in Elgin. The 10-member robotics team recently competed in the Southern Central Qualifier, ending the competition as winning Alliance captain, a first for the team, and clinched their spot in the first Illinois championship. The Devon and Grandstand concerts have announced the sale date for the highly anticipated June 7th Craig Morgan concert. Tickets for Craig Morgan and Drew Baldridge go on sale next Friday, the 23rd at 10 a.m. at devonamphitheater.com. The Devon announced the show in December. December to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Morgan's hit song, Redneck Yacht Club. The concert kicks off a full weekend. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.